Welcome! I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We are working our way through the book of Romans. Today is episode 529, and we're looking at Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Let's read our passage. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, we also boast in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character. And proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. This is Paul's letter to the church in Rome. Paul is in Corinth on his third missionary journey. And he intends to go to Rome after he gets back to Jerusalem with the collection for the poor people. His goal is to strengthen the church in Rome to be a lighthouse for the gospel in the capital city of the Roman Empire. He's providing this theological exposition of the gospel. He started in chapter 1 dealing with sin and the lay in the groundwork that sin's a universal problem for everyone and the only hope is justification by faith. So he went through in detail the whole idea of justification by faith and used Abraham as an example of the one who was justified by his faith. And he carried that through the end of chapter 4. Now as we start into chapter 5, he's expanded on this thought of justification by faith and what that itself leads to as he explains the gospel. So chapter 5, verse 1, he picks it up then. He's been talking about justification by faith. So he says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith. So he's carrying it from that. He's already established we are justified by faith. Now let's pause and define our terms again. Justified is the verb form of the word righteousness. Righteousness is the noun. Righteous is the adjective. Justify is the verb form. It's all part of the Greek word group dik, D-I-K. And to be justified is to be made righteous, made righteous in the sight of God. And the only one that can do that is God. So we have to be justified by God and is made righteous in his sight, and it can only be done by him. And he does that based on faith. I hadn't really defined what faith is, but we understand it's it's more than believe. To believe something is true, okay, yeah. In fact, quoting from Genesis 15, he said, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him for righteousness. Faith and belief are very closely related, but in our context, often you can believe something, but not necessarily have faith in it. I I often use the example of working on the brakes on my car. I drop the car off at the garage and the mechanic fixes my brakes because there's been a problem with them. He tells me they're ready. I pay him the money because I believe he fixed the brakes. But before I actually get out on the highway, I'm going to test the brakes to make sure they really do work properly. Now, why would I do that if I believe he fixed them? That's the difference between belief and faith. Faith has an element of trust to it. 
I just believe what God said. Yeah, I believe it's true. It's I trust that it's true. I believe it enough to trust it. And that's what leads to justification by faith. So God accepts us because of our faith. So he says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this argument from people, what, what's the, the main point of these five verses? And some people say, this is it, this idea of peace, because that is a big deal. And that is a, a big underlying thing of the gospel is peace with God. He's going to go on a little later in chapter five and talk about us being enemies of God that uh, Jesus died on a cross on our behalf while we were still enemies of God. And that's where we are when we're separated from God, as enemies of God. So peace with God is a big deal. But just because it's a big deal doesn't mean that's the point of the paragraph. I think a better idea is the idea of hope. Because if you, you diagram these five verses out, he talks about being justified by faith, and that leads to three things being at peace with God, having access to God, and boasting in the hope of the glory of God. And then that's just verses 1 and 2. And then the whole rest of verses 3, 4, and 5 is amplifying the idea of hope. So I think hope is the main point of this. And the context being, we beginning with justification by faith. And that leads to hope. I'll talk a little about hope in a few minutes. But here he says, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that is a big deal. We are separated from God because of sin under God's wrath. But justification leads to peace with God through what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Now, verse 2, we also have obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. There's a lot there in that sentence. We've obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. Now, grace can be used in a lot of ways. And in this little piece right here, Paul's basically using grace as a state of being. Before we were separated from God, but now, because of what Jesus Christ did, we have access to God through him, that is Jesus Christ, by faith into this grace in which we stand. So here he's using grace as a, a state of being where it's, uh, it's just the new realm, a realm where grace reigns in contrast to the domain of law. So we're in this new reality of grace now, this grace in which we stand. And that's all based on access through faith, meaning God did it. God's the one that provides the grace. He's the one that provided the access to the grace. And this access is a result of the justification that God did. It's a, a pretty neat. You look through here and say, well, who did all this stuff? Well, it's God did it. God made these different things possible, and he's the one that brought it about and brought us into connection with it. They con continues, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. He talks about boasting a, a lot, and he uses boasting as something that's it's a bad thing if you're boasting in yourself, but it's a good thing if you're boasting in Christ. And here it's boasting in hope 
And hope is more than a wishful thinking. There's different ways to talk about hope. The way he uses hope is it's a confidence. I'm not just hoping, wishing that it might come true, but my hope is that it is promised and it is absolutely something I can count on. That's where the element of trust in associated with faith comes in, is that I trust that what God said is true, not just believe it, but trust it. And that's why I hope in it, because it's a done deal. And so boasting in the hope of the glory of God, well, my hope, what I'm counting on is experiencing this glory of God, this future glorification that uh, still yet to be seen, but we have full confidence in what's going to happen. Now, verse 3, and not only that, meaning we boast in the hope of the glory of God, but we also boast in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character. Proven character produces hope. So, he's talking about boasting in the hope. Now he goes on to kind of explain how that hope comes about, or how it's built, really, how it's built up. So he says, we boast in afflictions. We don't like that one. We'd rather boast in victories, boast in having it easy, but not boasting in afflictions. And his point here, what's afflictions? Troubles. It's, life is full of trouble. And life always is full of trouble. Everybody has trouble. But coming to Christ and being a Christian in a world that's hostile to Christ often produces more trouble than had you not come to Christ. But even aside from that, there's trouble in everyone's life. And going through the standard troubles that everyone faces with Christ or apart from Christ is two very different ways of dealing with things. I'd rather go through the normal troubles of life. That is, everyone gets sick. Everyone has health problems. Everyone has financial problems. Everyone has relational problems. And all these things you can go through on your own or go through with Christ. And so just going through the normal troubles of life, he says we boast in that. And it explains why. Because affliction produces endurance. Well, it's kind of like exercise. The, the more you exercise, the more healthy you get, the stronger you get. The more you work your muscles, the better your muscles work. And so affliction produces endurance. What's endurance? The ability to go through affliction. How do you build yourself up to go through affliction? Well, by going through affliction. So affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character. And what's proven character? Well, that's, that's who you are. That's your makeup. That's the, the core aspects of what drives you, your value system. And then proven character produces hope. I don't think it's too important to go through and try and analyze each of those aspects of it because his point is going through life actually increases our hope. He says we boast in that hope and then just going through life with Christ, going through life with the Holy Spirit actually increases that hope. Good way to think about that is transformation. Transformation, a good way to think about that is the, the evidence of God's work in our lives. And as God works in our lives, there's more evidence that God's at work in our lives. And we see this. Other people see this. And as we see it, that increases our confidence in him. That's what hope is. 
is that confidence in him. In verse 5, this hope will not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Okay, well, hope is the confidence in God, the confidence that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And so Paul will say it here is we're not going to be disappointed in having trusted God because we're going to see God at work in our lives. That's that whole progression of affliction produces endurance, endurance produces proven character, proven character produces hope, transformation. So if we are cooperating with God, we do see transformation and that increases our confidence in him. And so we won't be disappointed because we'll see him more at work in our lives. And the Holy Spirit's key to all this. And that, that's how he sums this up here. This hope will not be but God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's given to us. So the Holy Spirit, well, is the key to all this. We experience justification because we believe and trust God. And you really can only do that if the Holy Spirit's at work in your life. The Bible tells us the Holy Spirit's the one who convicts us of our sin. And because of that, we come to faith. So the Holy Spirit's involved in activating the faith necessary for justification. Paul says we experience God's love in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is active in the, the transformation aspects of our lives, us even coming to faith, of experiencing the love of God. The Holy Spirit's key to all this. And it's interesting to see the, the actions of God through all this, through these five verses. Uh, God activates the faith necessary for justification. God pronounces the justification. God provides the peace from justification. God provides the grace from justification. God provides the hope. God grows the hope. And then God helps us love him through the Holy Spirit. That's all pretty neat that, that God's doing all this stuff with us, through us, and in us. And it all begins with justification by faith. So Paul's starting in a chapter 5 now with this idea, okay, since we're justified by faith, this is what comes out of that. And so in these first five verses, we say, wow, that's pretty neat stuff that comes out of this relationship with God, which starts with justification by faith. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Romans.